0: Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Uh, still no soundboard, but this was the last week. I figured out my method. Next week there will be a soundboard, but uh until then, uh yeah, that I am your uh, your host, Christian Espinall, and joining me. It is the man, the myth, the legend, it is the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangster Dime Co. What's good, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: What up, Chris? Hey, hey.
0: Uh, also joining us, it is uh, our producer, uh, the, the, the the boy, the edgelord, Big News, Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. Big show today in, uh, in more ways than one. We have our usual regular lineup, and they're all pretty crazy. Uh, very eventful week. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs right away. You could find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram uh i also have a second podcast uh it's a comedy podcast called the shweekly that's uh it's the s-c-h-w-e-e-k-l-y it's a comedy podcast it's uh we just finished we just wrapped the season it's like a 10 episode podcast so far uh and yeah check it out it's uh it's a lot of fun do all that uh josh where can they find you
1: on instagram at jv cole underscore 37 and i'm on twitter at new jump
0: city drive oh yeah brian
2: you can find me at b.esp on both instagram and twitter and if you ever want to catch me when i'm streaming you can find me at twitch.tv
0: beautiful you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter and instagram as well uh and on tiktok i guess (laughs) if you if you're cool like that uh find us there uh, you can email the show itself at New jump city on Twitter and Instagram uh, you could oh no sorry at new jump at gmail.com I keep I feel like I keep forgetting to say the email and that's why it's uh not in my mind right now but there it is uh, new jump city at gmail.com uh, submit your questions your comments your thoughts about the show about the chapters themselves um next week jump is off but we do have a uh, little uh handful of monthlies that we're going to go through and maybe some questions while we're at it so uh submit your questions and maybe we'll read them on the show next week but yeah that'll be the place to send them uh subscribe to us on youtube uh i know we haven't been posting lately but uh starting tomorrow i believe i set it to go uh the backlog of episodes that we've been doing since my computer died uh will be going up uh it'll basically just be audio only because we don't have a video component quite yet I'm still working out of a temporary uh, workstation here so uh, yeah every day for the next few days there should be uh, like one of the backlog episodes going up until we get to the current one that we're on right now so uh every subscribe. Day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> so subscribe to us on YouTube please like share all that stuff comment uh, help us uh, win back Whatever favor we had with the algorithm, um, I'm sure it hates us by now. So please engage with the show once it's back on YouTube. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for that one. Uh, if you prefer the audio podcast, though, of course, you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, every possible platform. There's one called Overcast. We're on that one. <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but we're there. Really? Yeah. Uh, we're on uh, podcast, po- podcast nation, something like that. We're everywhere, so you know, just look up our name and uh, subscribe to us on your chosen podcast platform. And yeah, with that being said, uh, those are all the plugs. Let's get into the show proper. Let's start it off with One Piece. <laughs> one Piece. Uh, this is One Piece <laughs> chapter one thousand and eighty-one. Tenth captain of the Blackbeard Pirates, Kuzan. Uh, Alternate a-
1: title: Your boy got smoked.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as we know, <laughs> I, this doesn't mean it's over yet. Uh, but hey, let's uh, let's let's uh, not get over it. What?
1: Your boy's a pack.
0: He's a pack. Pack. Oh, he's as a in pack.
1: Like that I'm about to roll up and smoke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Put your boy in the blizzard. Right? Yeah. Well, let's we'll save that for later. We're I'm not saying... I'm not going... Because I got pre-empty. more to say. I got more jokes.
1: Okay. I got more sayings. I got more <laughs> colloquialisms. Yeah. And phrases.
0: All of the colloquialisms. Let's get into it. Um, all right. So last we left off, Garp decided to uh, descend upon Blackbeard's hide- hideout, the uh, pirate island known as Full and Lead, and uh, just as mm-hmm. unleashed fucking havoc on the, on the, on the city, uh, unleashing a massive hockey explosion at the center of town where like all of the uh pirates were gathered at the time uh we also learned the various uh powers of the other captains of blackbeard's uh fleet uh you know the main ones varro pizarro you know uh, vasco shot all those guys um but yeah now we're getting into the aftermath of that uh pretty much every pirate that was in the surrounding area uh was basically defeated by this one pirate py- and uh yeah garp uh descends upon everybody and uh as he's laying about a, a field of defeated enemies uh he's just like huh after all these years i'm losing my edge and isn't I like that- how
1: one of the guys is like shut up <laughs> out of you with, yeah. w- 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 with that uh with that uh trope oh my god <laughs> oh man i used to be stronger bro and this is a- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't care. That, don't
0: that trope will never not be cool to me.
1: <laughs> like it won't. But he's right. He's like, no, you was never stronger than that. This is enough. This is enough for anything you needs to face. <laughs> right? Hey, anything you hit head on with this wasn't just wasn't okay. After that, I'm not saying you beat him. Yeah. But they wasn't okay. They thought to themselves, "I can't take another one or two of these.
0: Nope. Or it's over. Nope. Um, but." Yeah, uh, everybody's just flabbergasted at the damage he's caused. Uh, Everybody has seen that Kobe's okay. All the other members of Garp's uh, marine crew pull up, um, and as Kobe and uh, the other girl Hibari are making their way towards Garp, uh, Hibari is suddenly frozen. Uh, and you know what time it is? Ice time. <laughs> it's ice time. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Hibari is completely frozen. Garp turns over. He's like, Kuzan, what have you done? Unfreeze Hibari right now. And uh, it's at this point where as uh, Aokiji is saying that, like, we can't have this, Kobe. You can't go escaping when Teach isn't around. Uh, We get a flashback to the day that Aokiji actually joined uh, the Blackbeard Pirates. Uh, It was two years ago after, obviously, uh, Akainu and uh Aokiji fought over the right to be the next fleet admiral and uh it was a
1: holy war.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh basically a year after that battle, uh Aokiji pulled up on island uh on the island of, full of lead and uh he already froze San Juan Wolf uh who uh,
1: you're wrong it wasn't full of lead it was oh wasn't I... oh no no Wait, what never mind I was wrong I was wrong. I was hmm. wrong about the island. I don't think they're on full of I don't think
0: they're on full of either. Yeah. You're right.
1: But they're not on winter's island. That's later.
0: Yeah. Uh, in any case. Yeah. San Juan Wolf is frozen. Uh, Blackbeard has uh, arrived at the bar to find Alkiji at the bar and basically being like, I didn't start that shit. I just finish it. And uh Aokiji's cool <laughs> as hell. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they actually start to get along pretty immediately uh blackbeard is hearing the hearing the story of his battle with uh, uh, a kainu and uh blackbeard's just like so what did a kainu say after that he said two men came up the ranks together in a fight to the death i could feel something boiling up within me and then he goes, <laughs> as you think you're made of magma <laughs> you know All right um so yeah Aokichi explains that he only has one leg now uh if you watched one piece films Z, you actually already know that um oh, 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 whoa. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. <laughs> Lore.
1: Yeah. Lore.
0: In a one piece movie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I was actually surprised. I was like, oh yeah, they really kept to that, huh? Um but yeah, Ka- uh Akinu lost his leg in the battle against um against the kainu. Oh, did I you say think his Akinu? leg got melted off? Probably, it just got he got magma Pretty hard in the leg, jeez. Yeah, that's got that's dang, that's gonna be rough. You, yeah, his leg definitely got melted off, and that's just like his skin leg, you know. It's not good. Um, so it's yeah, his I, leg
1: his leg meat pulled apart like oxtails,
0: yeah, mm. or stew chicken. Mm. <laughs> I Fucking love oxtails. Yikes. Uh, so Katerina is just like oh, her laugh is maroon hoo, hoo, hoo. uh and she explains like speaking of sp- scars commodore does he know about burn scar and uh yeah we get a little bit of an explanation as to burn scar who we first heard of uh with kid way back uh directly after the wano arc as they were all departing uh kid mentioned the idea of looking for a man with a burn scar And we actually find out what that really means. Um, Blackbeard explains that there are four road poneglyphs that we already knew. Two of them belong to Kaido and Big Mom. The other two, nobody knows where they are. Um, Except for one of them's on Zo. So we know where one of them is. (laughs) Uh, But the second one is said to be held by... Well, Blackbeard didn't know that. Blackbeard did not know that. Thank God. Ooh. Yeah, because he would have pulled up. Yeah. He would have uh, he would have done some terrible things to the Minx.
1: San Juan would have did something to that elephant. Oh, something man. real nasty.
0: Something real bad. Very
1: uncouth. <laughs> Quite uncouth. San Juan just, just like alright, you know how like the alcohol guy looks disgusting? <laughs> yeah. And also another person. There's another person that looks pretty pretty dirty. A pretty violent? unclean. I was but about San Juan, that. he looks. I don't think he's washed his ass in ages.
0: Oh no way, dude! I
1: don't think he's washed his ass since as he was a child.
0: Mm. <laughs> that's a pretty hefty accusation to throw at San Juan Wolf.
1: But that's part of. It. <laughs> well, good thing he's not real, and, and, and you know he can't check me. On <laughs> yeah, he'll that.
0: fucking find that you. That'd be
1: problematic.
0: He'll be. I can't giant. have him
1: pulling up to my block because I'm.
0: He'd sick no man. In, so it wouldn't be good.
1: I don't want that at all.
0: No. Yeah, but he does look real dusty. He does look gross. Most of the Blackbeard Pirates look pretty pretty dirty. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, though. Just
1: not like... Like, they're they're dope to marvel as characters in a comic, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to stand too close to any of them.
0: Yeah. I would say... And not
1: out of fear. Mostly out of, you know, not being confident in their hygiene.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh... <laughs> uh But in any case, uh, Brian
1: would love to hang with all of them, though.
0: I Bri- don't know. Brian, would love to hang people. with them. They seem like fun guys to chill with, if you no, don't no have fucking, beef with them.
2: No fucking. Well,
0: Blackbeard's bad. not edge, is he? I would say he's pretty edge. He's a little edge. Pretty jolly. Could you be you know jolly? What? You're right. Edge? You're right. I don't know. I don't think he qualifies. Jolly's like
2: egg. it's like opposite from edge.
0: Garp isn't edge? Garp is not Garp, edge.
2: Uh, Blackbeard is the guy who hangs out with all the edgy kids.
1: Right. Mm. He's
2: the lit guy. Yo, is pretty cool. He 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 reminds you of
1: cool, the cool the dude that shows up mad different kinds of people. Yeah. You kind of see him everywhere. But he's also an asshole, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he hangs out with them because like he can I'm use them. Yeah. <laughs> um well.
0: Anyway uh so yeah, Teach explains that there's uh one of the Poneglyphs is being held by a man with the burn scar. And Aoki goes, "Who me?" And uh, Vasco shots like, <laughs> "You just got your burn scar." No way. It's you so we're um, talking
1: about something from centuries ago. <laughs> <laughs> maybe wait no because then i think wouldn't be alive whatever no. anyway uh
0: lafitte explains that there are they that the burn scar man uh rides in an all-black ship and uh he has uh he swallows enemies in a gigantic vortex should they wander too close so i guess he creates whirlpools in the water uh whenever somebody oh, gets did he close.
1: do that to um bonnie and Clyde?
0: maybe i mean it's possible she did come in out of nowhere you know after a vortex of some sort i don't know that's that's yeah. a good catch brian uh josh mm-hmm. i didn't really even realize that
1: see luffy's on the way to see burn scar him
2: It's potential burn scar him,
0: <laughs> Her burn scar him. Um, yes <laughs> Shiryu actually uh, thinks as, uh, the guy who it is is a government man, um, just like some <laughs> some guy who works for the government low-key, but isn't associated with them too much. Uh, nah,
1: he's just saying that because he he's a scheisse lord himself that betrayed the, uh, the fucking Navy. So he would say that. I uh,
0: think both that... things can be true. I think he genuinely thinks that, and also he's a scheisse lord that would think that.
1: That was all, yeah. Right, like, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. It's plausible. Yeah. Um. So, Alkichi is just like Poneglyphs. I got no good memories about them. I remember when we did a genocide for them.
3: Uh, <laughs> is that true?
0: Yeah, he was talking about O'Hara. That
3: that-
0: he was talking about O'Hara. Basically, is like if I had seen one of those red stones in O'Hara, I wouldn't forget it. But all I remember was a good friend fighting back oh, against oh, the
1: yeah, O'Hara. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Right, right. That I don't know why I thought that they were talking about um Marriage
0: Oh, no. I, I made a mistake. Yeah. Um So, yeah, as as Aokiji actually recants the story of Robin, Hesus Burgess is like, "Haha, sounds like a real boring story." And I'm like, "It's a fucking sad and touching story, Hesus Burgess. You wouldn't understand. Right. Him, you uncultured That's swine." Hesus Burgess <laughs> got me tight. He got me upset right now. Wanted to throw hands. She wants to live hey, You now. didn't read that arc, bro. You skip that shit. Oh, yeah, you skip. Oh, Jesus burgers would skip the best arc in the series.
1: And go straight to fucking Water 7.
0: <laughs> he's the type. Hmm. Anyway. i the type. So, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we see that Lafitte uh, just whispers over to Blackbeard. It's like, hey, maybe we should maybe we should take Aokiji's power right now. His power would be a huge boost. But uh, he's not as slick as he thought he was. Aokiji heard that. Not at all. <laughs> and immediately froze everyone, um, except for Blackbeard. And uh, Blackbeard immediately is like, like, yo, that? my bad, my bad, I'm sorry. My, my man here made a stupid suggestion, but it's not my intent. Just the opposite. And he says, would you ride with us instead? And um, yeah, basically he's like, he explains that like you're out of a job, you're not in the fucking Marines anymore, so you know. What you, what else you're gonna do? Chased around by the powers of justice? He's like, You could uh you could work with us. Justice takes a different form in our world. And uh Aokiji is like, just because we share drinks doesn't mean I trust you. And uh we'll wanna
1: be a degenerate.
0: A degenerate? A criminal <laughs> and uh Blackbeard is just like, have you You've got, have you got the wrong idea about pirates? Nobody said we were all the best of friends here. The only thing pirates need is an alignment of interests. And he says that you're a free man. What do you want Kuzan? And at that point we cut over to the present again and Garp, uh, just immediately shouts over to Kuzan to let Kobe go to put Habari back to normal and to come back to the Navy. Um And Aokiji just realizes, like, ah, I guess I'm gonna have to fight Garp. So he ices up and he's like, ah. <laughs> He's like, ah. uh,
1: This
0: yeah, you, is what
1: I signed up for. I all guess.
0: right. <laughs> he said, You always did. I'm like the sit- no bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna lose, but I'm not gonna lose. Like, just, I'm not gonna sit down and take it. Uh, Ask
1: Aokiji. Ask that nigga's face.
0: Yeah. Ask all those scars I left under his weird Hawaiian shirts that he wears. Um, Ask
1: my leg bone that's scorched on that island somewhere.
0: <laughs> somewhere that's melted into the earth. Um, so he tells uh, Garp that he's like, ah, you always did like to say whatever was on your mind, but I'm afraid I can't help you with any of those things, Garp. Uh, he says I love that about you, but this is why. But that's the reason I live the way I live now. He freezes Garp and he's like, if you're going to, he basically is like, if you're going to have to, you're going to have to kill your first apprentice, basically, to save your new, your new favorite boy. So, you know, don't be tied down for, by this nonsense. I taught you to live in the moment, Garp yells. And he basically breaks out of the ice and just choke <laughs> uh Aokiji directly into the ground with a... move called blue hole he just knocks him down to the fucking earth's crust i guess um and uh we cut over from that over to winter island in the new world where we get the conclusion of the battle between blackbeard and law uh blackbeard has defeated the heart pirates uh their submarine is now in pieces (laughs) underwater um Lamau. Uh and uh basically uh Blackbeard is like ha! without your ship, you can't be called the pirate crew, you've got no means of escape. Uh and he said those hundred pirate those hundred pirates whose hearts you stole at Rocky Port are all living in fear. But if I bring you back, if you're if I bring your heart back with me, then they'll be in a celebrating mood. Um mm-hmm. And we get this little like moment from Beppo, who is remembering a conversation he had with Chopper. And it seems like Chopper gave him something to eat and uh, he chomps down on it and he is able to unlock his Sulong form uh, despite there uh, not being a full moon out. And he basically uh, attacks Blackbeard by surprise, catches them off guard and uh, buys himself enough time to grab Law and basically swim away. Um, from the danger Uh, law as he's being swum away is like, we can't leave the crew behind. And Beppo's like, I'm not going back. Trust them. We can't, we came out of that frozen port in the North and we made it this far. None of us are going to die. We made it together as a team. And uh, the chapter ends with the heart pirates defeated as Beppo uh, swims away to safety. Wow. We lots of stuff went down in this chapter Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1,081?
1: First, I'm going to start with this. Um, RGC. This was really tough. (laughs) And it was really fucking tough, but I cannot front this One Piece chapter brought it on more ends than the other one did. I'll address that a little bit more later. Just know that this is my RGC. Um, I guess we can wait and see if anybody else drops. Uh, we'll do it later because we don't have the drop anyway to, to cut it into it. So, whatever. I'm, I'll give my RGC for now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the next thing I want to say J A, J A, J A, J A, J A. <laughs> do you know what that means in Spanish? Ja, 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 ja. <laughs> that means. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> LOL, Peck times 20. Listen, your boy, <laughs> your boy got folded. I'm not saying your boy, Chris. I'm not saying your boy, Brian. I could be though, Brian. I feel like this. Anyway, this is for the, for the lost fans that, that think that he's the best. They think that he's stronger than Zorro or Sanji. Or anybody else that's actually fucking relevant. All right, I'm going a little too hard, man. Who are you talking was, about? Was that nigga? No, all right. I don't think He's I've law? ever,
0: I I mean, think I've ever like... heard anybody stand for law that hard. <laughs>
1: You're right. I do know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk my shit to that person what uh, what I do it. I'm all, I'm gonna take that off the podcast. But nah man, he got wrecked. Um, off screen. It's fine. I don't need convincing. His Blackbeard and his crew is too strong. They that, they them niggas. Um but anyway, uh, all jokes aside I really I was I was I really wanted to uh know how Alkeez ended up joining Blackbeard. I remember when you guys told me, I didn't remember it from the comic, so it was such a fucking surprise to me and I could see it cuz I was like maybe he feels some kind of way about losing the fight. But this, you know, I I like that. I like that. I don't think we got the whole story. I think KG has his own plans in mind. I think there was more to that conversation about what goals Blackbeard ultimately want. Because we don't really know what he wants exactly. I mean, he said it. He wants to make his own country and stuff. But I think, I don't think he's that simple. Although I wouldn't be that, I wouldn't be upset if it was, if the goal was that simple. I just think there's more to it. So it's a little intriguing. Um, It's nice seeing him fight. Like I liked the grandstanding and I liked all the personality being shown uh, by the Blackbeard crewmate. This was cool. I needed this. I really wanted to see this side of uh Blackbeard's crew, even if it was just a bit. And um uh, man, to sandwich this that small flashback within a fight with Garf and Aokiji. You know what I'm saying? This is this is crazy. This is a crazy chapter. I, I was incredibly excited reading it, very excited. Talking about it with you guys, and I'm super excited for the next couple weeks. This chapter was so good. It helped. It, I am content to wait two weeks for the next one. Mm-hmm. Brian, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, wait, wait. Before you say anything, hold on. Before you say anything, um, I really liked that, that exchange between Aokiji and Garb, how he was like, like I felt like he, he might have been a little facetious. <laughs> But I, I felt like you could also read it like he's like, damn, bro, you're going really hard for this kid. And back in the day, I was your boy, you know, like you I looked up to you and and, and, and you said nice things about me and shit. You're not coming to save me. You don't want to come ask what maybe why I'm with Blackbeard or whatever. <laughs> you don't love the government why 100 percent. Why don't we talk it out? But, I, you know. It's like, you just care about this kid. I don't know. I thought it was kind of like a, almost like a jealousy type of situation, but mm. also like there being like a playfulness to it. So I like the banter. No, I don't like the banter. I love the banter and I love the tropes. One piece is the best. Now, Brian, I need to hear your thoughts.
2: Mm. This is also ah, mm. you mm.
1: better not, yo,
0: it's one of the, the other heart brain.
1: One or the other, and if you pick anything else, I'm actually good. I might actually never record what you put for RGC for the rest (laughs) of the time. (laughs) There are a lot of stakes to this week's RGC for you, Brian. I'm just letting you know that
2: it's really, really close. It's really so fucking close between two. Um, It was close, but let's hope it's close between the right thing. You know, I'll wait. I'll I'll wait to put my RGC vote until Christian talks about it wow wow
1: that's not fair
2: alright so um this chapter was fucking sick um I think uh to be honest it was a little ass pulley for uh Beppo to just be able to go so long form um and and just that's what she was mad at no it's just that that is the, the the tiniest little nitpick I got for this chapter is that it was just a little little ass pulley for Bepo to to just go too long for him but I actually have a few things to talk about here um so people have brought up like this um chapter brought up a lot of conversation about um who the man marked by like the burn scar guy um people have realized that it may not be um what's his face uh the fucking uh giant guy right Saul yeah it people are saying it might not be Saul and that Saul is just a um like a little diversion from who it might actually be and Mm -hmm. um people are now saying that uh the man with the burn scar is actually Dragon.
0: Yeah, that's what I've
2: heard too. Um, mainly oh. because so so there's three points, right? So the first point is that Whirlpools could be caused by uh changes in weather, you know? Like uh Right. So he could have caused those. Um and the Kinda. ship the ship that we I always see. The ship Whirlpools that
1: we are, are caused by, by movements in the ocean, not really which I mean movements in the ocean are determined by the weather as well, but it's okay. more about something happening like ah, whatever. You know what? I'm not a geologist. I'm sorry. My bad oh. about it, bro. <laughs> I actually don't have the facts on that so... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was kind of going off of vibes, bro.
2: Um, That's okay. And um the ship that we always see dragon rolling around in is is literally jet black like it's always black whenever we see it so there's that as well and people are theorizing that the markings on dragon's face is not like a tattoo but it's actually um like a like a stamp like um (laughs) like a mark that was put on him like a with, with uh huh a branding yeah branding so it could that could it's be actually a scar like a burn scar
0: to be like bur- marked on your face like that that's crazy <laughs>
2: wow maybe against his will yeah maybe he was like captured by uh well, like he was a slave for um celestial dragons or something or something
1: which caused him uh, to
2: be a revolutionary. I don't know if you had some rebuttals to this. Well, really more to add on to what you're saying,
1: but how did you finish it, though?
2: Um, but yeah, and then there's... That's what's been going around <clears throat> with, uh, with those theories in the One Piece community. But I have my own personal theory on what's going to happen with law. Oh, my God. I think law... And Beppo are gonna run into Kid and and um, Killer. Oh!
0: <laughs> you think that he's gonna save them? That would be pretty fired. That would be a good way to save Kid,
2: who is I, because very- they they both they both lost in very similar circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, they both lost their ship, and they both lost their crew. Um, so I think this is a good opportunity for them to kind of come together again. And they kind of realized, ah, shit, we kind of need each other, don't we? This (laughs) screams cover story. I can really see it. Like, I think... I think... them fighting Big Mom together and winning, and then immediately when they leave this island, they both lose to emperors, like, very handedly, is kind of like a showing that maybe Long Kid are supposed to be a, a duo like one is um powerful and um irrational and then you have the other <laughs> one which is very versatile and um and strategic you know like they they work off each other actually very well and i think they might just join forces to kind of reclaim their crew for the time being and kind of be like a cross guild kind of situation because you see beppo going down into the like deep yeah into the he water. is
0: underwater
2: so there's a chance that he could he, he'll see like the wreckage because they can't be too far away from elbath or the waters of where elbath the, that fight happened
0: you know what's funny i think like i saw somewhere i don't know if like this will really count because it's kind of a fan map but somebody like charted out like where they are in relation to each other and they are everybody's fairly relatively close to each other like they're not far beyond each other so it's entirely possible that they link up
1: i feel like that's hard to tell because like
0: you granted
1: you could assume they're not far because they just both left they all three of them left at the same time essentially Mm -hmm. so like you would think they're not that far apart, but how could you even know ge- geologically? Like, I mean, geographically, at what point of the of the? Well, you know, whatever, man.
0: All yeah, right, I'm not why. sure. Good I, for I, them. It would be cool if the you know if that was the case. I I have no idea. I'm just going off of what I what I saw in passing one day.
1: But you know, as far as the road pterodactyl goes, I think do you, do you really onto something? That theory and you as well, Brian, is onto something about dragon potentially having it or it being with the revolutionaries but i just can't see a situation where like shanks hasn't secured a uh, pornoglyph himself but not it just being about shanks but the fact that Back they should have a fuck they should have a um a rogue poneglyph. that's an that's an important place yeah just as important as wano right I mean, maybe that's going a little too far,
2: but well, it is as important as Wano 100% because they have, I don't think we're going to get all... the arc that we got for Wano for, for Alba, but you know, Alba has all the his all the history charted by Um Ohara. So it's probably more oh. important
0: than Wano. No, I think we're, I think we're all bucking all four of the Poneglyphs. We know where they are. There's the one um... on Zoe. There's the one on uh, the one that Big Mom had. There's the one in Wano Country. Oh no! Right. There's a road yeah. onoglyph. Oh no! My bad. Well, oh, Big Mom and Kaido each house. the fourth one. The fourth one was supposed was on Fishman Island, but it's no longer there. Oh. It was moved. Yeah, by the man with the burn scar.
2: What? which is probably dragon.
0: Yeah. I, I just looked it up because I, I thought I remembered that we, that we seen the fourth one, but it explains that uh I, I'm looking at the wiki right now. Where it is like at least 25 it, years it ago was there, right? Yeah. It says that at least 25 years ago, Robin. this poneglyph was located at the sea forest next to joy boys, apology message. At a certain point later, the road poneglyph whereabouts became unknown and it is currently lost. Why uh,
1: did, what did a joy boy apologize for?
0: He uh it it wasn't uh I think it was like a messed up message, like they didn't get the full one. But uh mm-hmm. Joy Boy had there was there was another Poneglyph that was on Fishman Island in which because Robin discovered it in her travels and in, in Fishman Island and she said that like she when she read it, she was like, It seems like it reads like an apology from this guy named Joy Boy. So I remember that much. But was this
1: a... is the best part about One Piece. <laughs> yeah. Any series can do this, but it's the, it's the fact that seeds has been planted for so long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it, it just makes it that much more rewarding. Yeah. I wonder what it was. It's, man, we better get a vinyl level flashback for the past, man.
0: Oh my God. If we get another one I don't care how long flashback. it takes,
1: bro. I don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: yeah, those are my
0: thoughts okay yeah this was also my really good chapter of the week obviously it would be a unified really good chapter of the week uh if i had the sound reward but unfortunately i do not next week though um i'll have it back um yeah this was just so fucking cool you guys said a lot um you know going back in time we i I like how oda oda is like so good at just dropping information but not the whole story you know, because we know like why, you know, we know how, how Aokiji ended up with the Blackbeard Pirates, but we still don't really know why. Because he could have just not said yes. But why did he say yes? Uh, Is is the question here. And not just that, he's like one of his captains. So like, he's in it. So that's always interesting to me. I just love the little dynamic between him and Garp. Um. It is just like the benefit of One Piece just having such a fucking lived-in world that's like no other that I've seen. It's just like so, it's just such a rich world has its own history, independent of the Straw Hats by like leaps and bounds. Um, it's it, yeah, it, it's a real strength. Um, the men, the thing is, I think Beppo was given a rumble ball by Chopper, like a special modded one, because Chopper made it specifically. Yeah, he for was. Him. So, and they can't access the Sulong form without the moon. So I think like Chopper made it for people probably on Wano, uh, in the intervening time of their healing, uh, like a custom rumble ball, right? Not just a regular one. Yeah. Modded for minks. So they could access their, right. their Sulong forms,
1: which makes I was it interesting. wondering actually if like, it was just a regular rumble ball and it just happened to bring out that, you know, like it was just a coincidence.
0: No, it's Which soul. I would have
1: been fine with.
0: Well, that's what's interesting is that what I was wondering about when the Rumble Ball is eaten, he becomes the Sulong form. And I'm wondering if, like, the Zoan fruits like have their Sulong form in a sense. Like, if they're. Like, the Zoan fruits have some kind of derivative when it comes to minks and their people. Because when Chopper eats enough Rumble Balls, he becomes the monster. And that could be just the the sulong form of a a creature that's eaten a Zoan fruit. You know, if that does that make sense? No, that makes sense.
1: I hey, that would imply because I why, don't
0: know why else would Chopper become that. He, he his form is. I don't not, think
1: he becomes the sulong form. No, I think, not specifically,
0: right. but I think he's very close to it. I think like I I feel like it's just not it's not dissimilar. You know, like I feel like. They're they're very they're very similar in their ways because Sulong forms are immensely powerful. Like Beppo looks like a monster, you know. When they beat when they get that full moon, they become monsters. I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching, but I feel what like, I
1: think. What I think it is, is that I think it was a custom Rumble Ball, and I think it was a I think I don't even think it was a Rumble Ball in of itself. I think it was a custom medicine similar to a Rumble Ball, where it gave because look the moon. You know what it all it does is activate certain things in them, right? Mm -hmm. All he has to do is replicate whatever it is the moon is doing to their body, which sounds kind of crazy. But you know, I'm sure that's what Chopper did. I think I, I you know, he's that dope of a, you know, biologist or whatever, or doctor that he can. Yeah create stuff like that to to have, you know, yeah, that's what medicine does, you know. No, I
0: agree. I think you're absolutely right. Make
1: the body to heal itself better or get rid of things.
0: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. I'm just wondering if, like, Chopper inadvertently found a way to kind of replicate that within his own body with the rumble balls. I'm fine with him not being... I'm sure he's not, not, no, because he's not a mink. He's not a mink, so what he does is not a Sulong form. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if he just, like, duplicated it Duplicated that process within himself because with the Rumble Ball in conjunction with his Zone Fruit, like he made he created his own Sulong form with the Rumble Ball, unknowingly.
1: Because that would be interesting. Maybe there maybe there will be some lore implication to that.
0: Yeah, and I'm wondering that's why he was able to reverse engineer it so he could activate Sulong form within any Mink without the moon. Maybe I was thinking too much about it, but I was what I think that uh that would be kind of interesting. I'm not saying that Chopper is secretly a mink because he's not. Um but yeah, I mean I just,
2: there is a theory that um that devil fruits were made with ancient technology like during the Void Century.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't know the nature of devil fruits. I was just thinking, maybe, without even knowing it, like Chopper was able to create a drug that turns you Sulong form, even though you're not a mink, somehow, some way. As long as you have a own devil fruit.
1: Sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, but that's my, uh, that's my fun pontificating about this chapter um just trying to be bring it a little different i think like tr- laws pirates will survive uh <laughs> as opposed to maybe the heart by the uh the kids pirates because i feel like you don't live in a submarine unless you know how to swim or at least most of your crew does so i think they'll just make it out and uh, make their way to safety kids and I will give law a little credit here at least blackbeard seems like he struggled in a in a four on two on land as far as we know because beppo was there he 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 really did put up a little bit of a struggle against a warlord and four of his strongest people so he wasn't one shotted like like kids so I give law a little credit yeah. to, to you law stands out there Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say about this chapter. It was fucking awesome. The lore, the lore. We knew there'd be lore after Wano. We didn't know there'd be this much lore. I'm uh, having a little bit of a lore overload in the best way possible.
1: Was this your RGC? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. (laughs) I've, I would have respected if it wasn't.
0: Mm. Excuse me. All right. Well, uh, any rebuttals, anything to add? Nope. Alrighty then. Let's, uh, move onward to my hero academia. Uh, this is my hero academia chapter 386. I am here. You know what time it is. Um,
1: Brian is here too.
0: Brian is here coincidentally for this chapter. Um, okay. So last we left off, um lots of stuff was going down. All For One was, was able to escape from the fucking beating he was taking uh between Mount Lady, Gigantomachia, uh Tokoyami and uh, another a bunch of assorted heroes. Uh he was able to beat them all up and escape. Uh Tokoyami is kind of like hanging on for dear life, so is Hawks, uh Gigantomachia and Mount Lady seem to have been pretty They're in bad shape. It's not looking good for everybody. Um, And uh, we open this chapter with uh, basically Tsukauchi and uh, the other people at his headquarters just panicking because, you know, they're losing people left and right. This battle is like really taking a toll Um, and all the while they're monitoring the escape boxes um, that are carrying civilians to the evacuee shelter uh 17 uh through 32 of those boxes have arrived and now all for one is passing by Edo City they're d- discovering uh they're just trying to find new ba- new people to fight uh and now they discovered that uh Dobby's heat is just rocketing towards uh towards Gunga one of the uh, towns in in the My Hero Academia world um and it, they explain that Dobby's heat is like intensely increasing uh, as as he as time goes on, and at the current pace, in ten minutes or so, uh, he'll just have enough energy to uh, destroy himself, and in that, he'll trigger a massive high pressure explosion that will burn everything off the map within five kilometers. Uh, Sukauchi's like fuck. <laughs> He's like damn. Um, uh La Brava is uh, talking about how, you know, there's UA in the east, Shinketsu in the west, and the route that between them passes near Gunga. So, uh, in theory, Dabi would be able to, I guess, like, attack, you know, this, like, his blast zone will be basically all of the evac people uh, that are still, like, trying to make it to the overall like shelter um one of which has uh Todoroki's family coincidentally um so it's not looking good uh everything's exploding uh as this is happening they're trying to figure out what to do uh all for one is speeding up even more and uh eventually he'll be able to use his gloop warp to uh to reach Shigaraki and finish his merger um and yeah, with all with all hope going down, uh, we then get a transmission uh, from a, a single voice. Uh, after that, we cut over to uh, Todoroki and Ida, who are basically struggling to walk at this point. Um, Todoroki is just like, "They're saying all for one, reach Midoriya, but I'm still on my feet." So, you know, he's trying to fight his best. Uh, Ida is just like, "You've gone through so much, bro." I can only imagine the feelings that drove you to stand against him like this. Why is this just your burden to bear? And uh, it's at that point, uh, all for one, uh, not all for one, all might's voice uh, breaks through to Ida and uh, Todoroki's communication systems. And he explains the situation to them uh, that Ida and Todoroki Todoroki have to make it to Gunga now because uh, Dabi is on the verge of exploding and uh, they're basically the only ones who can stop him. Uh, Ida is the only one who could get them there in time, and you know, with obviously Todoroki's quirk, uh, he's basically the only one who could stop Dabi from exploding all over the place. So um, Ida hears uh, the, the the instructions, and uh, he's like, "He wants you to run, Ida, but your engines are stalled." Uh, and Ida is just like say less. He tears off his mouth mask, mm-hmm. gives it to Todoroki, and uh, he says, "The rain has done wonder for my engines' heat. Yes, I can run because, after all, Todoroki, my legs are meant to guide wayward, wayward children." And we get a cool ass panel with Ida in his cool running pose. Uh, his engines are are going vroom 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 vroom. vroom. Uh, And meanwhile, in the distance, we see Stain looking on at his former opponents, saying, acting for the sake of others. And uh, then we get a two page spread of Todoroki and Ida blasting off through the skies, uh, running as fast as they can at maximum speed. Um, We get a narration reminding us that the de-aging process has boosted all for one's power, but it has left him more susceptible to the uh huge amounts of hatred that shigaraki currently possesses so <laughs> you know uh <laughs> the unlimited stock of hatred um and Sukouchi is just in his place just yelling like don't be crazy and we see all might just chilling outside in the rain he got out of his cool whip and um he's just like you must remember the endless warring that got us here and now I hear that Tomur Shigura's hatred is even affecting your original body. So I'm thinking you won't be able to ignore me. Isn't that right? And at this point, Sukochi's just yelling at him. Stop it. No, you're quirkless. Um, we get this little moment of uh, All Might remembering Midori asking if he can, if somebody without a quirk can be a hero like him. And the chapter ends in a big two page spread as All Might in his skinny, weak version just uh I guess activates some cool mech shit and it starts to transform around him as all for one looks down on him with truly just hate in his eyes. Uh <laughs> he's he's fully fiendish hate. Yeah fiendish fiendish hate. It's it's pretty wild. And uh yeah that's where the chapter ends. Uh Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 386?
1: This was a pretty eventful chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started off with Sukoutchi freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Oh. Um, because man, yeah, the situation has gotten really bad, right? Zombie's about to explode. Um, I guess I guess that's the best way he feels like, you know, he can deal with the situation. Like, how about that? I'm gonna blow myself up and fuck this whole operation up. Mhm. so I dig it Dappy you go for
3: it mm-hmm.
1: um I ain't got a lot the one looks really cool right here. <laughs> here he looks so angry at the end like he actually he, looked, he looks a lot more threatening now he looks, He reminds, reminds me of like uh, Majin Buu or Kid Buu I like how angry he looks in the face um it was, you know, the situation with Todoroki and um, and Ida was... It was nice. It was nice to see Ida literally put somebody on his back and, you know, use his power to the fullest. Um, I want to see him fight some more. And I think he's going to speed up. He's going to speed into a situation where he could kick somebody in the face. It's going to be lit.
0: <laughs> and
1: I, I really can't wait. <laughs> I want... I want Todoroki and Eita to beat the shit out of somebody.
0: <laughs> well, they're about to.
1: <laughs> I'm actually I'm pretty excited for that. Um, You know, for one, I got to see this fight. I got to see this fight. It's not, it's not the full circle thing. So it really could have been, but, you know, that's why I say I, I want to see how this fight goes down. I you know it's looking like he's gonna have a big robot fist and i really enjoy that almost as much as beams. yeah um, we like beams. uh new Gym we, city podcast we do,
0: we do uh like and enjoy beams and uh, robot punches robot rock we have a whole drop for a rocket punch so
1: yeah <laughs> it's really nice it's, it's really good stuff um and you know it's really too bad that there were a couple other incredible uh manga this week. Uh Brian, what are
2: your thoughts? Um, I thought this was a pretty sick chapter. Um honestly, I was a I part of me when I first read it, I was a little sad that um All Might didn't take the airy reverse thing and these two weren't gonna fight until they didn't exist anymore. Oh, that'd be so would, sick. Which would have been sick. But I think this is also just as good when I thought about it because it is like a reverse a reversal of um of uh Deku and All Might's kind of uh situation, right? Where one started with a quirk and now he, he's trying to learn how to be a hero without it. While one started without a quirk and he was all and he became uh he did. He obtained a quirk to become a hero. So it's like, it, it's like a nice little storyline, you know, between the two of them. Like, um, Deku looked up to Midoriya, and now, um, All Might's kind of looking up to Midoriya. I mean, what? No, Deku is looking up. Was looking up to All Might, and now All Might's kind of looking up to Deku. Is what I meant to say. Yeah. And um, now we're kind of seeing, um, what's going to happen here. And I think this is going to end with um, both of them dying, or at least All Might holding him off long enough for uh, All for One to kind of disappear. And then that'll be the official passing of the torch to Midoriya and um, Shigaraki. And they'll officially be like at their strongest because um, All Might's still just a visage. Like a like a like a half-formed visage within Deku, right now. Mm. So I think that's they've been showing that visage so many times that, um, it has to show up. It has to be like a thing where Deku speaks to All Might in the visage world, right? I mean, in the in the um one for all, all, all for one world. Oh my god, I fucking hate. If there's one thing I hate about one about my hero academia is constantly having to remember what's the difference. Yeah,
0: I get mixed up all the time too.
2: <laughs> I like a I sound like a fucking musketeer every time I fucking talk about this shit. <laughs> um but yeah. That's like, why I
1: like using nicknames like Darth Vader and um the asshole. If we all know who we're referring to. We don't yeah, have to guess.
0: We all know who the
2: asshole is. Yeah, Uh, I didn't. I guess it makes sense, but I didn't know that um, it was like a two-way street where Shigaraki could influence all for one. Uh, I didn't know that. that
1: was really funny. Um, To
2: me, anyway. You inherited all that teenage angst, all for one.
0: (laughs) You have too much edge in your body, all for one. (laughs) You need to get it out. Your edge will be your biggest downfall. (laughs) All you can hear is Lincoln Park in your head. He's about to release the Getsuga Gotencho. Yeah, for
2: real.
0: He's literally that drawing that you sent me, Josh, the other day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, I'm surprised that Toroki isn't helping uh, Ida out by, like, cooling down his engines or something. I think uh, Ida mentioned Maybe that the will. rain
0: uh, cooled down his engines enough that he could just do his thing. It
1: would have been cool if Todoroki did it, though. It would
0: have been
2: cool. Ida, Ida has some of the coolest fucking moments in this series. Can we just talk about that? Like, even though he doesn't get, like, a lot of shine all the time, like, when he does get his moments, it is so fucking sick. Like, yeah. the, like this panel with him carrying um Todoroki and him getting in his running pose. Oh, that's so fucking fire. I fucking love Ida, man. He's one of my favorite characters, and I wish he got more moments to do what he does here. Right, um, right. Because damn, he looks so fucking sick. <laughs> Would have been nice. But maybe, maybe it's just me, it's and power. I have a bias towards like fast characters, like fast. Buddy, yeah, you you're fucking fast as fuck. Gotta but, go fast. Damn, that is that is so cool the way that he drew this. um and i think that's it for me um i don't have much else to say um it's kind of weird that dobby is like going nuclear off screen yeah well like we we don't even see endeavor in this chapter <laughs> and he's fighting him yeah um so that that's a little dumb that endeavor isn't hasn't even said a word
0: Yeah, he's not even in this chapter at all. I just realized that. They mentioned him by name that he's there, but he's not
2: there. Yeah, like he's not even talking. It would be cool if he was talking to Endeavor about this situation because he's there. He said, I'm actively
1: burning to death right now.
0: (laughs) He's like, ah. (laughs) He's going, yarg. I don't even remember how we left Endeavor. Is he actually burning to death? No, he was fighting Dobby,
2: but
1: Yeah, how do you think that's going right now?
0: Not great. He's making his way towards Gunga.
2: But yeah, uh that's that's all my thoughts.
0: Um oh my goodness. Uh this was uh this was quite a chapter. I honestly, I mean, this was like my second place for really good chapter of the week. Um I I really liked uh everything about it. And the more I hear you guys talking about it, uh the more I, I actually like it. I guess I like it on the more thematic level. I think uh, in terms of just the characters that are involved in their journeys as characters, I feel like this You did said a this lot. was your second? Yeah, favorite? this was my second favorite.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. That. Yeah. I,
0: wow. Well, I think like this is, hearing you guys talking about it, I feel like this was a moment where I'm like, damn, I feel dumb. Because when Brian laid out the idea, I think I absorbed this subconsciously, but I never really thought of it that way over the course of this entire series that like the, the role reversal between Midoriya and all might, I was like, Oh fuck. I can't believe I never thought about it that way. (laughs) Like not consciously at least, but you know, all might has always been trying to like find his way to contribute. And, you know, despite not having the power that he used to. And, you know, he's at the very beginning of the series, Deku was in the same position. Um, And I think that's just like such a, a really like p- cool like character journey for both of them that um they were basically like switching spots and uh, all might is finally like finding a way to be a hero and understanding what Deku was about when he was a kid and he didn't have powers, but he still jumped into action anyway um because all might didn't believe that was a good idea back when uh Midoriya was like asking him, He actually told them, no, you can't be a hero without a quirk. But here he is finding a way to do it. Um, I just thought that was like a cool dynamic between them. And um, I love that a lot. I think there's something interesting about Ida and Todoroki being the one to stop Dobby because they both have brother issues, you know, like I feel like Ida, (laughs) Ida has this thing with, you know, wanting to be in Ginium and all that stuff and. obviously Todoroki and Dobby have their thing. And I feel like that's kind of intentional that Ida had the brother that everybody wanted to aspire to be or that he wanted to aspire to be while Dobby is the opposite. Um, Where Dobby was wanting to aspire to be at least in a power sense to Todoroki's level and was like always jealous of that and the affection that he got from his father because of his power. Um and instead Ida doesn't admire Ingenium for his power, but you know, his goodness and you know his his uh his inherent like need to help people. Um I thought that was kind of cool. And a lot of like parallels going on in this chapter, and that's why I really appreciated it. Um also all for one. Yeah, doesn't... it was pretty deep. I
2: didn't... Uh, the... I didn't think about it that way. Isn't the um my legs are meant to guide wayward children. Isn't that an engineering, 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 like thing? Isn't that like the, their, I don't know, their actually
0: if it is, I mean, that's I, another, I co-
2: think it's, I think it's their catchphrase. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but
0: well, that's pretty cool. If it is, <laughs> um, it's a cool little moment for Ida finally uh, embracing what his brother was all about and um, going off to stop Dobby's brother and help him, you know, realize what, makes Todoroki so cool really not just his power but Todoroki's overall sense of justice and being a good person uh but yeah I just yeah I don't know why I feel like this chapter like really like hit on something uh it it feels simple up top but I do feel like these little ideas are going to be expanded upon later um and plus you know uh All for One does look cute and there's the uh impending battle between them that is going to happen. I don't know what this cool mech thing he's doing because his car is also doing some cool stuff. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, Iron Man <laughs> All Might, I guess Iron Might that would be fire.
2: Um, but yeah, okay, so so, um, I think his brother Hold on his brother, I think is his brother... okay. So his brother told him that um, the quote was people who find a lost child and take them to a lost child center. I've always thought of those sorts of people. I thought I always thought those sorts of people were the coolest. So it it was similar. So this is him taking what his his brother said to heart, essentially.
0: Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, those were all my thoughts on my hero academia. I thought it was a pretty solid chapter overall. And uh if if my hero if One Piece wasn't so fuggin' fire, I'd probably put my hero up there. Um not to say that this other the, the next chapter was actually kinda wild too. Um
2: I just wonder what Stain is gonna do. Cause he this like I hate how little they used him in this series and he has to have a really huge moment. Um I feel like that's what's I gonna think, happen. I think I think him. there's a chance. There's a high chance that he's the one who ends up beating all for one. Mm. He's tasting somebody's blood. That's yeah, for he's sure. He's gonna taste, <laughs> and it's gonna <laughs> be in a real nasty way. He's-, he's gonna taste all for one's blood and paralyze him for the, re- it, the for for the remainder of his life. No,
1: he's gonna do it to um to Mister Phosphorose. So that he doesn't explode. Ah, uh, nah. And Ida's going to rush in there with Todoroki defending him from the fire. And Wait, they're going <laughs> to snatch some of his blood and bring it back to, to Stain. And he's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yum.
0: Yeah. Mm, GG. Mm. I mean, weirdly yeah. enough, for Stain, either path makes sense on a thematic level for him. Because he's always had this kind of obsession with All Might, so he could stay and help All Might fight. But he also has history with Ida and Todoroki, so he could help them. Um, I don't know, man. Lot, <laughs> different uh, different scenarios there. I he's would going for Mister Fosfus. I would I would put I would place my bet on Todoroki. I uh, on not Todoroki. I'm going with All Might. Oh
2: shit. No, I got to be the tiebreaker here. I'll go with option number three. He doesn't do anything for the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I guess. Oh, also, I thought you was going to say these nuts. <laughs> that would be, that
0: would have been, that would have been legendary, Brian.
2: <laughs> Which this been. is also just as likely, I think, to be honest. <laughs> I would say option, yeah, that, that, Brian's that, third option. He do much.
0: Yeah, that he doesn't really do anything at all.
2: <laughs> he just
1: provides commentary and confirms, yeah. "Hey, you are a real hero now because I don't want to kill you."
2: he he provides sports commentary from the side. He's like, "Bang! Bang! What a shot from Todoroki!" <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. Who
1: who knows? Who knows? Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait.
0: All right. Well. I'm uh, I'm all good on My Hero Academia if you guys are. Mm-hmm. All right. Let us move onward with Chainsaw Man.
2: Oh, shit. We're doing
0: Chainsaw What? Man. what? Chainsaw Man. Did you not know that Ch- Chainsaw Man came out?
1: We're not doing JJK
2: first?
0: That's after Chainsaw Man, isn't it? Oh. Don't Ch- we usually do Chainsaw okay. Man
2: first? Chainsaw Man. You know what? Mm, we whatever. Do-
0: Let's just do Chainsaw Man.
2: Nah, let's do Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> I, I think I got, I fucked up
0: the order. That was my bad. Okay. Fuck it. Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> my bad, everybody. Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 221. J.J.K. J.J.K. This is Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 221, gain and loss. So, last we left off, uh, the heroes have come together in order to uh, finally unseal Gojo after so long of not having him in the series. Um, in the meantime, uh, Megumi is completely lost to Tsukuna, basically. Uh, Sumiki's body has been completely destroyed using, uh, Megumi Fushigoro's technique. So, Damn, he uh, is, he is now drowning
2: in an endless, pit. what was the quote, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> he is now drowning in an endless pit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, you gotta find it, Brian. <laughs> I mean, Cause that was like the perfect <laughs> that was the perfect Arapika is now drowning in an indescribable <laughs> emptiness.
0: <laughs> Megumi Urapi. Fushigoro is now drowning in an indescribable <laughs> emptiness.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: With oh, the my most hype fucking music in the
1: background, <laughs> oh
3: yeah, my God, Hunter
1: X Hunter was so good, even when it was bad, man. <laughs> it was so... That's the best way I would explain it to somebody, yeah, bro. Hunter X Hunter is so good that even when it's bad, it's <laughs> you still gonna watch it and be like, "Yeah, this is yeah, this is awesome.
2: yeah,
1: this is crazy."
0: <laughs> yeah, this rules.
2: Yeah, Apica is now drowning in an endless, <laughs> inescapable emptiness what is the funniest shit i've ever
0: seen yeah. so okay so uh we opened the chapter with itadori and um damn what's his name um the joke guy
2: hollywood
0: <laughs> yeah i damn i just Takaba. damn you forgot the name no it's Takaba. Not good. takaba i'm pretty sure his name's takaba um so they're basically, they, they set up like a little blanket and put the back of the prison realm on it. And, uh, angels like you plan to unseal gojo in here. And he's like, yeah, is that a, is that a bad idea? He's like, no, um, you know, physical time doesn't flow in the prison realm, meaning that you can't die from causes related to time passing, such as hunger at old age, unless you decide to kill yourself there. Um, so you, in theory could use that like a time machine. um, he says like it's only been 19 days for us, but we have no idea how much time has passed for Gojo. So for him it could feel like he's been in there for centuries. So we don't know if he's actually gone crazy in there. And um if that's the case if he if he's like lost his mind in there, uh it's probably not a good idea to keep to like unseal him in a confined space. So what they do is they f- they drive all the way out to this like the boonies out there somewhere and um they that's where they uh finally decide to uh unlock him uh angel flies up and um uses the jacob's ladder and it completely unseals it seems they go and look and uh the prison realm is gone uh and angel is like fuck um she is like is this, is this my fault and uh, it explains that applying the angel's curse technique to the prison realm makes Satoru Gojo disappear and um he explains like maybe he was evil or something maybe it's his fault <laughs> basically um but uh at that point uh there is an earthquake that comes off and Itadori is like that can't be just coincidence um and then we get an explanation yeah. Uh, from, Go, from Ghetto, who has explained that he placed the prison realm in a subduction zone 8,000 meters underwater in the deepest area of the Japan Trench. And he, also, and he also left a cursed spirit as a detector inside the layers of the seals. And he said, I did all that because Tengen told me about the back. This way I could kill you if the seal disappeared. But then... <laughs> <laughs> two page spread guess who's Hello. back back again gojo's oh back God. That's tell so a friend <laughs> I, i'm here to win no so cool two page spread uh of gojo just standing atop over ghetto with his cool six eyes thing going um and he's like it's been a while no have a nice rest and uh Gojo's like i think you should pick your words more like more wisely they're about to be your last uh and they do a big clash thing but uh gojo is actually intercepted by sukuna uh as uh gojo is like you've changed since i've been gone megumi and um yeah he goes to, and uh, sukuna's just like you remember and uh he remember we remember that point where um he, he swears to That once he makes Itadori's body his, uh, that Gojo will be the first one he kills. And uh, (laughs) he's like, I got a new boy, but I'm still going to kill you. And uh, Gojo delivers one of the coolest shit-talking moments in the series. Uh, He's like, you ran away from Yuji, but now you want to talk tough? How sad, dude. Um, Urume gets tight, and he's like, how dare you? But Gojo shuts that up real fast. Punches (laughs) Punches <laughs> punch right in fucking chat. He said, Who are you?
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: He said, Who are you after
2: <laughs> And that, that is ultimate BM right there. Sheesh. I like oh. how nobody gives a fuck at all about oh my happened god to her either.
0: Poor poor uh surume. He's <laughs> they're like G- Geto just pulls up he's like, wait keep your promise before to me before fighting him it is and uh gojo just starts continuing with the trolling he's like oh the almighty Sukuna does take you orders from that patched up old bag <laughs> um, and uh gojo actually did, thinks yeah. to himself he's like actually i've got things to do before i fight him i'd like to mourn suguru's body but Sukuna <laughs> is awfully tight with whoever's possessing him thanks to some bounding binding vow they made or something what a pain in the ass um and at that point, Sukuna. Yeah, Tsukuna thinks to himself like, I have more to teach you about love and the ultimate strength and the solitude it brings. I think he he's remembering what Yorozu said. Um and he's like, Interesting. Yeah. And at that point, uh Sukuna's like, very well. And uh, uh, Gojo asks for what the date is, and uh, they say it's November nineteenth. And Gojo's like, let's say we do this on December twenty fourth? He's like, "Ha ha! How romantic, isn't it? Gross to make plans with each other on Christmas Eve." Um, and Gojo's like, "Well, having two death anniversaries would be confusing." Um, mm. "You. He's, I'm going to kill you both on the same day. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um, and Geto's just like, "You ex- you don't expect to lose," and uh, he he lets out a ha. And we, he remembers that little conversation that he had with Itadori.
1: Oh, my God. A very well-documented conversation <sighs> on New
0: Jump City. Oh, my God. And uh, he it, it went a little something like, hey, is he stronger than you, Sensei? And Gojo's like, good question. If Sukuna were to completely regain his power, it might be a little tough. And a like, little tough. He said, would you lose? And the chapter ends with basically almost a splash page of Gojo looking directly at us and going, no.
3: Oh, damn!
2: <laughs> Yo! God damn it! <laughs> I should have gave this RGC! I should have gave this we RGC!
1: All we all should have, but we... We, <laughs> oh, went, we, went, we went with our guts, man. We went, we went with our hearts. Oh my
2: god, Gojo
1: is so fucking sick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so Josh, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 2? All 21? right,
1: well, what I'm going to begin with is explaining why One Piece won over this. As incredible as this was, and as fucking hype as it is for goju to be back, and not only, but to address the statement made that, I'm not going to lie, I, for some reason, like, really made me attached to the series, and, like, the character, you know, just knowing that, They're the strongest. There's, you know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. something incredible about that. So, yo, he's about to make good on these words. And I have this no expectation in my mind that he's going to lose. Zero. Nothing for narrative or story. No plot device. Nothing like that, bro. He's, he may not, no one may die in this fight. He may end up escaping or something like that, but it's only because he chooses to. Or some or some bullshit stipulations, but I am worried about Sukuna leveling up. I think, I think, uh, I think that girl he fought. What's her name? You know, Megumi's sister. The the social oh, that you. took over. But yeah, Yoruzu. I think she gave him something to use,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, maybe Gojo would be, you know, Sukuna at full strength, but maybe not evolved with the understanding of the importance of love and responsibility. <laughs> and <laughs> Fighting for something, you know what I'm saying, more than just yourself, that gives you a lot of strength, especially in shonen manga. So, yeah, but anyway, um, look, the reason why One Piece got the RGC is because there was a lot more uh, story involved. This was kind of straight to the point, and I was, I was more shocked that Gojo just suddenly appeared. I, I thought there would maybe be some type of situation where they have to go inside the box and free him. I didn't think it'd be as simple as her using her curse technique, and then boom, he appears somewhere else. You mm-hmm. know? It was, it was a shock, but who gives a shit? Gojo's about to fight against Sukuna <laughs> and that, that lame dude that took uh, his friend's body.
2: Kenjaku.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, man, Cloud 9. Too bad One Piece was so lit. It, all right, like I said, we had the fight scene with One Piece, us learning about Blackbeard's crew, and the lore implications with the burn scar, man. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot for Jujutsu to content with. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts?
2: This chapter was so fucking sick i think the reason why gojo is such a like compared to most series you don't see a character like gojo right like when, when you get a reveal like this like we were introduced to him from the beginning and when he said he was the strongest we kind of like That's like an eye-rolling kind of statement, right? Because that's in every fucking manga where somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm the strongest. I could beat the main villain. But as the series goes on, you truly, like, even when he's not around, you truly start to understand that Gojo really is him. Like, as the series goes on, the more (laughs) you learn about curse technique, the more you learn about what opponents are out there and the versatility of of curse technique, Gojo continues to stand above everybody every single time even when he's not present and his return in this moment where everything is kind of being stacked against uh our heroes him coming back and having this kind of impact where he's literally standing in front of Sukuna and Kenjaku and (laughs) they can't do anything to him is so fucking sick I'm so excited to see what happens with him, because like at this point, like he, he's the main character of the series. <laughs> like, He literally just took the helm from Itadori and Megumi, and he's kind of the protagonist all of a sudden. So I, I'm really interested to see what, you know, what the series has planned for him and, and Itadori and stuff, you know? And the paneling for the last page is fucking amazing, by the way. Mm -hmm. um like it's so simple but it just speaks so many volumes um and it's kind of like a reiteration that now he's not just a cocky bastard he's not just a fucking he's not just in over his head he knows like he can win he knows he'll win that's how fucking good he is and i'm really oh man i've been waiting for him to come back for so long and last, like the week before, I think I said, I'm ready for his ass to come back. And now he's here, which is fucking awesome. But yeah, those are my thoughts.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen is like just the best at putting constant I'm him energy out there. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many characters over the course of this series that have just have just been competing for the title of him. And that's really what Jujutsu Kaisen is overall. If you read every volume as I have recently, it really is just like a bunch of characters going, I'm him. No, I'm him. No, I'm him. Uh, So I've had it. It's just such phenomenal, fun storytelling here. Gojo, as like, it's so funny because he's just such the, he's such like the band aid. Character that like every writer feels like afraid to have, because Gojo is in theory the solution to everything. If it's it's such a like a weird risk to have his character around, because then the question is always going to be like, why didn't he just like kill everybody right here right now? But uh, right, but
1: because he wants to mourn his friend's body first.
2: That's true. <laughs> I mean, I think he's also he about emotions. Them. He's still a I mean,
1: regular person.
2: I think he's worried about the binding vow that Takuna <laughs> made with him. Yeah. Uh, and like the ramifications that it will have if maybe he kills them now. Um. But um, yeah, no, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I'm I, yeah, it's just so cool. It is cool. This chapter was cool. Incarnate. Like if you want a <laughs> physical, if you want a physical cool thing, it's this. Is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 221. Uh fantastic chapter overall. Correct. Got got my blood pumping. Got me fizz bumping in the air as I was reading it. I uh I I was holding uh, it was all my power to hold back yelling, let's go, the whole time I was reading it. <laughs> uh so I and really, isn't that what Shonen Jump is all about?
2: Just, yeah, this was the coolest. Just shit the
0: ever. need to be like, let's go. <laughs> Shonen at its best gets you jumping out of your seat like you're watching, I don't know, some kind of championship. <laughs> and your home team is doing amazing. You know. But good times all around. I don't really got anything else to say. There's nothing like really uh, super deep to break down here. It was just so fucking cute.
2: Also, quick question. Where the fuck is Kashimo?
0: I don't know. He's, he was uh, He should be with them in theory. <clears throat> you know what? You just made me think about that. It's like, oh, now he doesn't have to fight Itadori.
2: Cash money, oh <laughs> yeah, cash money. <laughs> one thing I will say is, I'm a little, I'm just a like the tiniest bit disappointed that okotsu didn't get like one more moment moment of shine before. Hey. Are you sure uh, it's not
0: over? Kojo came back. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, but. Over.
2: But like everybody was kind of built up like, oh yeah, I'm the guy who can surpass Gojo. And I'm also the guy who could also surpass Gojo. And now Gojo's back and it's like
0: Oh, nobody's surpassing him. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like, nah, that that ain't happening. That no, ain't nobody's happening touching you. it. Uh, I did mean, not see Okotsu doing what he just did. How how funny would it be if
0: they just like trap him in the prison realm again?
1: Oh man. <laughs> i I, I won't deny that sukuna is gonna probably give him a really tough Mm fight compared like there's gonna be some 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 trickery going on this guy kenjaku he planned he knew he knew he would he might come out and he would have to deal with him
0: yeah yeah one of the things too is that like i have no idea how this is gonna shake out um i know that like i feel like now after whatever training arc is coming next because I think there is going to be a training arc. Uh, I th- yeah, I feel like we're going into the final phases here, because um, we've had Shibuya, we've had the calling game, and I think Akutami has mentioned that there's like three big arcs in the series, and um, those were we've just gone through the last two, so I think this is uh, this is end game territory here for Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, may it be a long one. I'd be down for that, <laughs> but um yeah i'm just excited for what comes uh lots of lots of potential lots of fun stuff going on i've got nothing else to say (laughs) i i'm just so excited uh jujutsu kaisen won't be coming out for another two weeks another three weeks actually oh what yeah jujutsu kaisen is off for it it's at the time of this recording it's 20 days to the next chapter Um, whoa oh my god yeah I think Black Clover has the same deal. Black Clover has like a month. That's crazy. Anyway, that was Jujutsu Kaisen. Um are you guys what? all set to are you guys all set to move on? What is going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, but for now, let's uh move on to Chainsaw Man for real this time. Um this is Chainsaw Man chapter 127, save the Asa. I guess, like as a as a play on "save the cat" from uh, earlier in the ch- <laughs> earlier in the series. Cat or dog? Mm-hmm. Cat. It was save the cat. Remember?
1: No, I'm I'm referencing what happens later in the chapter. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, so last we left off, uh, Denji was seemingly defeated by the falling devil, un- until somebody uh, went up and fed him their blood. Um. In the meantime, the falling devil seems to have found Asa, and is now wreaking havoc, uh, trying to get Asa, uh, to fall into hell. I guess. Um, and the f- the falling devil's so creepy as she just like shoves Asa out, uh, of her cover, and now Asa is just holding on for dear life. Uh, she just grabs her- Asa's head, and just climbs down behind her like some creepy fucking spider person um and she's just like i could tell by the way your muscles move by the smell of your sweat your attachment to life is weak to begin with uh and man she's just convincing her to let go and she says i could promise you a peaceful fall and then all of a sudden Asa's is just getting images of her past traumas with that fucking shitty orphanage lady Uh, Yuko, I think her name was uh, the justice level lady uh, the cat that was killed um, when she was young and um, she just let go and just starts falling and uh, at that point she just starts to feel at peace. She's just like falling upward and she's like I won't have to cause trouble for anybody else or get my feelings hurt anymore I I won't have to lie in bed you know I do have one regret though. Even one person, even if it was with only one person, I wish all my heart I'd, and she gets cut off by Denji grabbing her and <laughs> just be like, come on in his chainsaw man form. Uh, hell yeah. Good for Denji. Um, And uh, she's just like chainsaw man. And he's like, that's heavy. <laughs> I think he's calling Asa-, Asa heavy. Um, And she's just like trying to get, uh denji to let go and she's just like i'm okay with falling i i accepted it life is nothing but pain, getting made of a fool of and getting your expectations up only to be let down isn't it and uh chainsaw man just takes him in and he's like well yeah but like oh shit and uh he lets go and he starts falling upward with asa and he's like "Uh, it's like the worth you feel the heavier you get but upward and he's like think happy thoughts dogs cats dogs dogs cats um and at that point um she stops they stop in midair and uh denji still just keeps trying to shout happy thoughts at her and um she's like don't make me remember cats and uh honestly same (laughs) i relate to asa in this moment um and she's like what would you know no one has it worse than me and uh she's just like and Deji's like, just when life seems super awesome, as soon as you let your guard down, something crappy happens Happens out of nowhere and screws it all up, right? But he's like, you know, life ain't all that bad. But day in and day out, you couldn't remember all the bad stuff. And the disasters piling up like a hamburger made of crap, right? And uh, Asa just looks at Chainsaw Man and is like, how did you get over that, Chainsaw Man? And Chainsaw Man's like, I haven't gotten over it. I'm not over it. He's like, only I've got something to live for, something I look forward to so much that I'm willing to eat that crap burger. And Asa's like, what is that? And uh, then is just like, sex! I wanna have sex! Pussy. That's why. <laughs> That's it. That's the goal. That's all. <laughs> it's the only thing in his mind. Dude. And then Asa's I need just need like, that. You gotta need that cut. Asa's just like, Ew, and that's where the chapter ends. Wow. <laughs> <Is that laughs> oh my fucking god, uh, that's that's where the chapter ends. Josh, what did you think about Chainsaw Man chapter one hundred and twenty seven?
1: This was a funny chapter for me because um, I you know in the beginning I was like, oh come on, Asa, like we went through this already. Like you just you're so ready to give up. You want to give up so bad. <laughs> Like, like every chance you get, you're ready to just like, all right, whatever, fuck it. But I do feel bad for her. She went through some crazy shit, Um, you know, losing her parents, losing her friends, being a weirdo in school, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Although, I guess I thought, I thought when she seen the image of her friend that turned into the Justice Devil that she was going to regain the strength. But um luckily Chainsaw Man was there. And I thought that was such a great analogy, the crap burger. Because that's exact that's exactly what it is. We eat a lot of shit in in in, in real life. If you're a part of the working class. <laughs> so um even as a even as an adolescent that doesn't have to work, you know, if you're in school, life is fucking tough. And you got to keep pushing. And that's what Chainsaw Man does the best. Because he was the poorest. He was the poorest out of them all. And when when one of the one of the most prestigious goals in your life is to eat bread with, with jam on it, yo. You know what I'm saying? It allows you to have a much more positive outlook mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. And I think Asa should adopt that as well. Maybe not sex, but she can start with maybe just keeping a friend or something. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Brian, what's your thoughts? I
2: don't have much to say aside from this was the most, like, Denji thing I've ever seen happen in the series so far. Um, Where he's, like, wise, almost profound even, until, like, you get to his motivations and they are as simple and dumb as possible every time um denji is such an interesting character because like he's he's very unique like he's such a unique shonen character but he's like a i don't know how to describe him he's like he's like some weird fucked up version of luffy <laughs> if that makes any yeah. sense He's like Luffy. If Luffy was like a crackhead, like an actual crackhead who Wow. <laughs> who has around for like fifty who has been smoking crack for like 50 years. That's who Denji is. <laughs> it's a that's an apt, I guess.
0: <laughs> description. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, th- those are those are my thoughts. Pretty pretty cool chapter. Pretty great. Um
0: yeah, this is uh I guess I guess I understand the analogy of the falling devil now. You know, the uh the idea that, you know, it gets you to fall upward or, you know, f- f- however you fall by tapping into your traumas and making you relive them constantly and just like keep keeping it, it is just like suicidal tendencies and all that stuff. I feel like that's the weird insidious nature of the falling devil. You know, and we see it with Asa, who has been a character who's been fucking struggling, man. Like, of her own accord, you know, she has her own... She has her issues that she's just trying to get past, but nothing seems to ever work for her. You know, she has these, like, conflicting needs in her mind and her soul. And um, she seems to really struggle with them. And she's had a really tough life and can't really get away from her past. And the falling devil is just here to just let her like make her give up, like give her reason to just quit. And there's something about falling specifically. That's just giving up in a sense, you know, you're, you're allowing yourself to just be like taken by gravity. Um, It's fucking deep, bro. Now I understand. Now I feel like I understand like kind of whatever symbolism the falling devil was supposed to be. Um, The way it kills is super insidious and very dark. Um, And you know, I, I, uh, there's so many instances that Chainsaw Man makes me feel dumb. Cause I'm sitting there reading it as, you know, Denji's like positive speech. And I'm just like, you tell her Denji, you know, you go for it, bro. And you know, like I was getting to the point where he's like, the only thing he's got to live for. It was like, yeah, bro. Nayuta, he's trying to send her to college, bro. And the next page I watched, I read this like not in landscape mode. So I had to flip through every page And then the next page is just, like, him yelling that he wants to have sex. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Right. That is his main motivation.
0: (laughs) And and Uh, I feel Fujimoto really fooled me because he did have that, like, little one moment with Nayuta where he was talking about how, like, well, you know, I'm trying to get her to do college because she deserves it. And, you know, I was like, well, Denji's, like, you know, maturing. You know, he's finding other things to live for besides that, you know, you could, you could live for this, for this one thing, all you want as well, but you know, it's nice to have other things in your life to supplement you. And I feel like Denji is finding it, but nope, (laughs) he is still Denji. Um, and I'm like, well, I guess I am stupid, huh? Fujimoto, I guess I am dumb for expecting anything else. (laughs) Um... But yeah, Chainsaw Man is so fucking it, it it really just does toe the line of being like incredibly deep and very symbolic to one of the funniest things I've ever read. Um I I I love this series so much, man. Um Yeah, it is incredible. Yeah, it it's so great, and this chapter was no exception. So fucking good. Um But yeah, uh that's all I really have to say about Chainsaw Man. Fun ass chapter overall. Um but uh does anybody have rebuttals or anything that they want to jump in and throw in there? Brian. Brian. Uh,
2: no, not really.
0: All right. Well with that being said, I suppose we can move on to Black Clover. And uh with that, I'm gonna pass it over to Josh.
1: Hello everybody. Hello. I am covering Black Clover chapter. Three hundred and fifty-seven. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Three hundred and fifty-eight. Last week was uh, three fifty-seven, and what happened was we had that little uh, interaction between uh, Yami, Mister Slashy Slash, and um, you know, no, not you know. I actually forgot the uh, the the brother's name. I forgot both the brother's name. The Dark and Light guys. You guys
2: remember the what?
0: The dark and light. Uh, oh, uh, knocked, knocked and uh, Morgan. Morgan.
2: Yeah. Light and night and night, right?
0: Morgan, Morgan and night. Morgan, knocked. All right,
1: Morgan Freeman and knocked.
0: Is that just okay. German for morning and and night? It
1: probably is. I'm learning. I'm I'm, sure I'm, that's
0: like, I'm yeah. I'm learning German, and I Morgan is morning. Huh? Hmm. You said you're learning German. Yeah, Duolingo.
2: Hmm. Speak German that's right now.
0: I don't know it enough to speak it. I'm just <laughs> speak German. Speak German right now. <laughs> uh, du bist Kellner. I don't believe you. I just said it. I just sounded very racist. I'm yeah, not. A... <laughs> hey, I'm, it's not.
1: I think I still said something wrong.
0: that, I'm the, that, huh? I think I'm the
1: prejudice. <laughs> I'm the. I'm, hey, you guys I'm told me to guy. speak
0: what I know. I I really don't know enough to speak it, but <laughs> I can read it okay. Anyway, go go on, Josh. You 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 go on. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: like I said last week, uh, we we got all right. Basically, Mr. Slash, the, slash, the captain of the um, I'm not the Praying Mantis Brigade. I believe that's what they're called. Um, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Thank you, man. I can't remember their names for shit. Uh, he sent uh, especially sinister slash that divided the country into two parts uh that will forever be the case for for, generations to come um and then he falls and yami let's uh miss the german kid god damn it i forgot his name already Morgan? This is all last week. Yeah, Morgan. Then Yami. Yeah, Yami approaches Morgan and they're about to fight. And then uh we skipped over to Merleona getting her fucking arm blown up. And that's where we're at this week. Okay, we're Black Clover. So uh she's fighting against one of the angel knights. I of course I forgot his name too. He's the scientist one. Um uh, probably Morris. the worst one of them all. Morris. Arguably. yeah morris i think he's the most hated probably but um he he's got a bunch of, of arms pretty easy yeah easily um he's got a bunch of arms and they're all creepy and weird and also if they touch you you die very inconvenient for uh the good guys but Merleona generally doesn't care that much because uh when her body gets destroyed she just replaces it with flames oh uh, now that i think about it it's not it's not really productive. He's going to die.
3: <laughs> well, anyway,
1: um you know, she's trying to punch back this guy's arms, you know, just with raw strength. And he's generally unfazed because he can regenerate so fast and he's just touching everybody's spells and <laughs> destroying them. He even snatched up one of the fairies uh from from you know the uh, Neverland spell and said, "I can cancel it out." And uh, you know, even though you can, and he's telling Marleona that even though you can count to the tentacles, you know, uh, you know, you can't last long enough because, you know, again, his generation is superior. And you're gonna lose the rest of her body eventually, and she says, "I don't care." <laughs> anyway, so we cut to the, we cut, I guess, to, Fuego Leon. That's his name.
2: Fuego
1: Leon. Was that the young? Fuego one?
0: Leon. Yes.
1: Fuego Leon. Yeah, they all have Fuego in their name or something. Um, yeah, so they have he's on his dragon it's, and all it's, the Mario, angels.
0: Mer, it's Mary Leona <laughs> and Fuego Leon. So they all have. Like,
1: oh, it's all Leo. It's the Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah, that's what they. Yeah, I said the Fuego. Damn. I swear I know Black Clover, guys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
2: What's the name of the young one again?
1: Uh, Leon.
2: Is it?
0: No, yeah, I don't know. Well, actually, I think it is something game. that simple. Because could you? I mean, you could look it up, Brian. But I think it is something like Leon.
1: Yeah, Vermilion, he's not old enough right? to get
0: Yeah, to Leo. He hasn't earned that yet. Yeah, or, or Tabata is just like whatever. Leon,
2: <laughs> Leo, Leopold, Leopold.
0: <laughs> wow. So yeah.
1: <laughs> um, like on is fighting with his dragon and I'm so nervous for the dragon I don't want to see it die but it's so big and out there and it gives me flashbacks to a popular series that was on HBO that I don't want to spoil for anybody
3: potentially but it was
1: very traumatic two times that's very traumatic anyway um, do you guys know what I'm referencing? no yeah. at least alright well as long as one of you guys do that's good I'm sorry, I sound like a lunatic. Um, but the rest of the the rest of the Leo Brigade. I'm sure they have a better name. I know it's not Gryffindor, but it has something <laughs> to do with fire. <laughs> They're like
0: <laughs> you sure it's Gryffindor? not Gryffindor. I'm sorry. You sure it's not Gryffindor?
1: No, I'm not sure. It could be. They are magical. Mm. It just might be Gryffindor guys, but that's not the point. The crew members are are starting to freak the fuck out. They're like is getting blown up to pieces, fighting. Uh, but Goldion can't really can't really touch the scientist, dude. We need her. We need her to like to do something, like you know. So um, they're watching as she's still fighting the creepy scientist, dude, and as he's about to give her this super special touch him, touch you up and and die combo. They, a couple of the brigade members pull up and sacrifice their bodies. And that encourages the rest of the brigade to pull up and keep, you know, and and jump in front of the arm so Merleona could uh, advance up to the scientist's body and give him a finishing blow. This is actually really crazy because they're dying one after another, like rapidly. Yeah, I mean, in the comic alone, at least one, two, three, four, five. Damn it, six! Oh my goodness, it's so crazy. A lot of them, almost like a lot of guys are dying. Yeah, um, and it's wild because the scientist is talking shit. Like, (laughs) he's saying why she's risking her life. He's like, (laughs) he, he he gave her a comment. He's like, wow, your punches are so efficient. He was able to punch through my hand and burn the rest of your crew's body. <laughs> wow, I can't wait till he dies, yo. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> so, um, on even, like, looks like with the dot-dot, like,
3: mm, that
1: mm. was spicy. That's your boy, nigga, so I would know. Why do they have a diamond on their head? Anyway, um... Eventually, Merleona makes her way through the sacrifice of of the Gryffindor um, wizards, Mm -hmm. and she says that as a tribute to my Fallen Brigade members, I'll burn you and my life to ashes. I don't know why she has to burn her own life, but I guess she's going to die anyway. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. I just want him to die. As long as he dies first, we'll see what happens after, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the end of the chapter.
1: That was Black Clover. Very excited. Um, Brian, do you have any thoughts on Black Clover?
2: Um, I was honestly a little shocked at how many people were dying in this chapter, like, like ants. Like, this was a John Wick, <laughs> season, yeah, for real. Like, they actually <laughs> no over their own lives. It's kind of crazy. He just read John Wick 5. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little crazy that, that they just. All gave their own lives like that. um, I know this is a shonen and stuff like this happens, but I don't know. there's something a little jarring about it in this series. <laughs> um, but I think Marilona kind of going out on her shield is like a really big part of her character anyway, so I think it makes sense for her to kind of so hard body yeah, like she'll she'll do anything for for her country. And um, this is like probably the the most likely way for her to go out. Um, She's a boss goon. I just wonder how many people are going (laughs) to come back to life.
0: I don't know. I don't know if Black Clover really does the come back to life thing a lot.
2: But I think it makes sense. I wouldn't put it past the series.
0: Maybe. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them either.
2: But yeah, those those are my thoughts. let just say.
1: It's King Goomba on the block. Wait, what? She's King Goomba King on the block.
0: She's King Goomba on the block.
1: Yeah. Yeah, King. She's 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 the best goon.
0: Oh, she's the King Goon on the block. Yeah,
1: she's the boss goon.
0: Yeah, but she's
1: King Goomba.
0: I mean, hey, we love Mary Leona here. I'll say that. We do, yeah. Yeah, this was uh, this was a really cool fucking battle chapter overall. That one panel with uh, Fuego León on the salamander was fucking fire, dude. This is like a metal cover, you know what I mean? No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Pun intended. It was literally <laughs> fire. Uh, yeah, that, that was a really cool drawn panel. Uh, for leo the, the Vermillion people—you know—they get it in, in every arc, really. Now, I don't think there's a single arc where these people don't lose like a limb or something fighting somebody. Um,
2: yeah, they do be losing a lot of limbs.
0: <laughs> yeah, they—they've given more to the Clover Kingdom than any other character, I feel.
2: Um, but except for the guys who are literally giving their entire lives, just, I'm talking
0: about their their clan, their their whole group. Everybody in the vermilion, in the vermilion uh, atmosphere is is getting something. And uh, I
2: agree.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you know, talk about conviction and stuff. But yeah, I just want yeah, I I agree with Josh. I just want I just want Mary Leona to bash Morris's face in with fire. With
1: quick yeah, incinerate him slowly. Yeah, unfortunately. Wow. I want her to punch punch out the outside of his body until for, he to the so he can feel everything until he dies.
0: Yeah, I want him and his weird tendrils barbecued, turned into calamari, disintegrating calamari. But yeah, that's uh, I, I don't really have any uh, other thoughts about Black Clover. Oh my god, you know what I fucked up, guys? I'm so sorry. Uh, The audience voted really good chapter was Jujutsu Kaisen.
2: Oh. My so bad. So we could have had a harmonic.
0: No, because uh, it was none of our really good chapters of the week.
2: <laughs> I'm saying we could have in an alternate universe.
0: Well, I guess so, in theory. You know, I fucked that up big time. I don't know why I forgot, but Jujutsu Kaisen won the audience uh poll for the week. Uh, and if you guys want to vote for your favorite series and have me announce the winner way too late into the episode uh you can subscribe to our youtube and uh that's where i put up the poll uh every sunday when the chapters drop on viz's official um official Shonen jump app so
1: um when when did what i mean brian what was your RGC? it was one piece
0: we were all one piece oh. except for the audience who voted for jujutsu kaisen uh, by like fifty-seven mm-hmm. percent of the vote, it was it was pretty, it was pretty up there. It was like a pretty dominating win. So, congratulations, Judas Gaisen, you deserve it. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I really have to say about Black Clover. Cool fucking battle chapter overall. Um, but yeah, any any final closing thoughts before we move on?
2: Nope. No.
0: Then let us move onward to Undead Unluck. And uh, Josh is going to take the wheel again for this one. Go for it, bud.
1: Yes, sir. Undead unlock Chapter number 156. The right stuff. Last week, we went through the mini training arc of Unseen, uh, encouraged by Unchanged, so that they could sneak onto the rocket ship and go off to space with Fuco. One wants to feel needed. The other one knows she's needed, even if Fuko doesn't know it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, they make their way onto the ship and they're out in space and they reveal themselves to Fuku-sama and the crew. And uh, here we are at uh, this week. They are both on their knees, I guess down Japanese style because they know they fucked up pretty bad. And, and Fuku is tame But not that mad. But she never gets that mad. She's like, "All right, well, I'm I'm angry, but I actually need you guys right now. So let's do this." Uh, They get into form. Fuku's like, "All right, I need you, Gina, to create a tube so that we can like safely land on the spaceship, on the station. You know, make things smoother for us. Like that, I could do it. But uh, when." Gina tries to make this oh well I'm 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 skipping a little bit ahead. So um Fugle makes a comment how you know space is beautiful but it's also scary. And um I don't know. I I, I had a moment reading this where I, I guess I thought about space for a moment. And yeah, of course it looks gorgeous just thinking about I mean, more than just how things look. Just the beauty of understanding how fragile your life or the Earth really is. It looks like you—you know—we take the like so much of us take the planet for granted, but to see it actually in its state, like, wow, this is an object out here that is surrounded by vast fucking emptiness for light years ahead.
2: You mean indescribable emptiness.
1: Yes, which is the same, (laughs) um, indescribable pit that, um, that Garp sank, um, um, Aokiji into, man, and that, um, also Kuzan is um, now drowning. Indescribable. there's (laughs) another one though, there's another one though, I think it was Megumi, um, it it was, it was in Chainsaw (laughs) Man. Asa was uh, Matt, uh was, was falling into an indescribable people. yeah lots of people drowning Yeah, it was this
0: episode everyone tons of people drowning in an what was it? An indescribable emptiness? Yeah.
1: Yes. And, and and let me tell you this, if you end up going to a drift that into space, <laughs> you wanna talk about indescribable.
0: You too will be drowning in an indescribable emptiness.
1: It space, space is so vast. You know how far everything else is from you. Mm-hmm. You better hope a piece of debris pulls up and just and, and eradicates your body <laughs> in a moment. You better pray. <laughs> you better beg for that death, because <laughs> starvation sucks. Anyway, that does suck. Anyway, Fuku's getting them into form, and uh, she. They Green pulls up um on the spaceship and starts shooting at some asteroids, but he doesn't have regular bullets. He has these uh repelling bullets that cost a hundred million dollars a round. Good thing he has Undecreased. It's funny because they let him know that and she's like, you know, not that it matters, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like just 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 be easy. Mm-hmm. Like don't drop it. Because if you drop them bullets, you can't undercrease them. You just lost them. You don't, you're not unlost. You know? Damn, yeah. hey, imagine having Undercrease in Eden. Like you oh had and they never oh, I'm gonna go on a tangent. <laughs> so um we focus on Gina. And um again, she's trying she's creating this tube to reach the station. And it's kind of crazy because she can't see. Uh, she can't she can't like i guess see the structure she's making because there's nothing kind of moving against it like rain or or dust or anything like that like that you would find on earth but that also begs the question what is she unchanging space because on earth she unchanges air
3: yeah let me see so what
0: what is she unchanging in space just uh, since there's no rain or dust out here, I can't see. Well, she doesn't know if she's actually changing it. I think she's just doing what she usually does when she applies her power. But,
1: but she unchanges the air and she unchanges other things. Like that's that's her that's her negation. What is she unchanging out in space? Space itself?
0: I think it's just like not really working because she can't really tell if she's doing it.
1: It well because she it, says she doesn't does really
0: work. know. Oh wait, are we? Did I go too far?
1: No, 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 you're not. Cause we're right there. The next page, literally. So, uh, well, let me just explain further. Maybe we have a discussion about it. Um, after the you know, in the mm-hmm. end, but um, like we'll come back to it. So, um, she's saying I can't really see the tunnel, which is problematic because she doesn't know if there's any holes in it. And if there's any holes in it, that means, you know, whoever's crawling in it will get sucked out into space and get destroyed by debris or again fall into an endless uh, pit of despair. Both are pretty bad, so they want to avoid it. Um, but. Earlier in the chapter, which I skipped over very quickly, I. Um, Unseen, asks Fuko if there's any role he can play out there, and she's like, Um, nope, just stay in the station and try not to die or do anything stupid. <laughs> he's like, Oh man, all right, he <laughs> so this is depressed Sean. I think his name is Sean, yeah, because been Sean. doing a lot of play on words. I forgot what the first one was, but now this one is depressed. On <laughs> he's put his hands together, like, mm, I suck um so all right anyway skip it forward gina is not sure she made the tunnel yet because she can't see it and they're all wondering damn like how are we gonna figure this out for sure for sure and then unseen comes out of nowhere and goes starts crawling through the tunnel and they're like wait it's dangerous and he's like man i have no worth anyway this is the you know i can at least make sure that you know, test this out for you guys and plus I trust my teammate. Really nice, very wholesome. Sean's a cool guy. Great character. He was a complete nobody in the other loop. Crazy. Yeah. Um so <laughs> excuse
0: me. Gino. Okay.
1: So um once he realizes that the tube is good to go and it's safe. Uh, he reaches the end of it, and they need to then attach the tube via the spaceship uh, to angle to basically angle it into the uh, into the station, kind of like connecting a pipe.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense. So, who uh, goes telling him like to the, to the left and uh, five degrees down, uh, ten degrees to the left? your perspective and he's like damn yo i'm trying and now he's like damn like if i fuck up like the train you know if i fuck up this i might even end up pushing the uh the station away from us which will completely throw it off of orbit and they kind of explained earlier um that the the reason they're able to you know follow along the spaceship is because they're both traveling at the same speed in in orbit around each you know like uh parallel to each other i guess yeah um so you know if they push it it's gonna go at a wide angle they the guy to it would take forever so you know Uh, very precise job but then out of nowhere the controls start moving themselves and nico has no idea what's going on um so it starts the controls navigate themselves to perfectly attach the invisible hole into the spaceship. And boom. They made it on. Um, Everyone's happy. Super fucking fun time. And they make the worst decision they could make. And split up into two teams. You never split up. Guys. Never split up. I don't care how efficient it sounds. You never, never. split up. So, oh, fuck efficiency. Mm-hmm. Nothing efficient about losing your life. Nothing official. N- nothing. All right. So, um, Poco. It's like, all right. Let's locate the shelter. Um, you know, they they probably still got food, but man, what's their mental state like? They've been like days, and then they see Phil, hallway, just chilling with his renegade, um, full blown, in both eyes, just to be precise.
3: Yeah. And then, like, for for Phil.
1: <laughs> so you know, of course, Hugo knows about him, but um, the other two don't. Um, Sean and and unchained Gina. So yeah, Gina. So Sean pulls up to to Phil, and he's like, "Oh wow! Like I'm glad you're safe, and this air in the station—that's crazy. This nigga's a dickhead. <laughs> like he literally sees things like debris floating around him." So he's about to, like, press the button yeah, on his he was, helmet to, like, about to kill himself to release it. And he's about to die. He he literally yeah. is about to kill himself. And uh Girl like, wait, hold a Sean. There isn't any air in here. So they realize that Phil is just walking around without oxygen. And then he tugs on, on Sean's uh, suit and he says, save mom. And, wow, this looks really fucking creepy.
3: Mhm.
1: That's the end of the chapter, Chris. Oh my God! Do you gosh. want to continue that conversation about?
0: Yes. Um, yeah, okay. I think what I think, what, what, she's, was. I think she, what she's changing is the vacuum that's oh. coming out of the space station. So I think it's the air that's coming out of the state space station. She's making a tunnel out of oh. that. Oh, that
1: makes sense. Did you look that up?
0: No, because I think... I won't judge you if you did. No, I think they were talking about, like, the vacuum of, like, the, uh, of, of the hole in the wall, basically. You came to that conclusion on your own? I think so, right? Didn't they talk about it?
1: No. Maybe I skipped over it, bro. That would be... I really poor
0: for me, yeah, let me see, yeah, I don't know that was my that was my thing. It's just let me see, let me see something initial degree, do you use the air inside the hole, oh, okay, so I think she's making. She's using the air inside their ship to create a bridge.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: So there you go. There's your answer. Because uh, Fuko instructs her to use the air inside the hull to create like an air bridge.
1: Yeah, I definitely missed that.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll proceed with my thoughts, my thoughts while I'm at it. Um, yeah, it was a cool chapter. I, I'm always impressed with how he's able to use these abilities in a resourceful way. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm enjoying seeing Sean come into his own and especially since like, like you said, he was just like kind of a nobody in the previous loop and now he's just like a character with such importance. Uh it's kinda interesting how Undead Unluck has been able to do that. Um I'm wondering if they already have Phil kind of just merged with some artifacts already because he was able I think it was him who controlled uh the ship to uh to dock it correctly um when Nico lost uh control. And I think that was Phil. I
1: mean he's clearly not normal. He was he's standing and talked and talking in the vacuum of space. Yes,
0: obviously, but yeah, I'm wondering if they were trying. Right, to...
1: I think I, I tend to agree with you. I think you're right. <laughs>
0: uh, I, yeah, I'm just wondering if they already outfitted him with these artifacts to such a degree where he's controlling technology. But yeah, man, I hope they save his mom. That's sad as hell. He's like by himself on this fucking spaceship. It's depressing. Um. Yeah, I don't have uh, much other thoughts about Undead. Like I thought it was very cool. sad with an E at the end of it. Yeah, sad, Very sad. Sade.
1: Yeah, or S A D.
0: You said with an E at the end.
1: You're right, but I want to change it to, to the one piece <laughs> back sad. to the
0: back to the correct spelling of sad.
1: No, but the one piece one.
0: Oh, S A D. Very sad. All right, well, Josh, yeah. what, what did you does think? SAD stand for again? I forget, what, I forget what it stands for. I'm
1: very disappointed, but okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh, what did you think about the chapter? Um,
1: Really similar to you. Um, I'm always amazed at how they uh, exp- express their abilities. Um, I'm surprised that Sean didn't go invisible. While while he was in the tube, mm-hmm. like, I thought that would have been really cool if he would have did that and then popped up and said, "Oh, it's actually it's safe. I checked." Like that would have been cool. Yeah. I guess it was more funny for him to be nervous and like them see him rush out. That's more his person his personality.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Those are your thoughts? Oh,
1: yeah. um, no. Let me see. Is there anything else that stuck out? Man, I, yeah, I, you, you on the money. I mean, I, I was also gonna talk about Phil, how he, you know, he's definitely got something up with him. What if he's controlled by the Uma? That would be wild. Excuse me, I got the hiccups, by the way, guys. Yeah, I noticed. soda <laughs> and I uh, messed up. I fucked
0: up. Yeah, you fucked up, bro. Huh? You fucked up big time.
1: Yeah, but I think he's infiltrated by Uma. I don't think it's artifacts. I think there's this definitely something up with him, right? Obviously.
0: You think he's possessed?
1: I know. I, know, I don't I actually think he has the Pentagon, although that would be a sick plot twist.
0: Plot twist. Nar-
1: Naruto XUU. That'd be pretty cool. JF. JF. Those are pretty pretty much my thoughts um looking forward to the next well two weeks from now damn yeah man oh my god
0: we got monthlies at least we do have monthlies um yeah well that's it uh dragon ball super hey dragon ball super we do also have chainsaw man next week so there's that as well um yeah but yeah that was undead Unluck, and uh that has been our show Oh, wow. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, uh, you could find me at the Chris Hospital on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Listen to the Shweekly podcast. Um, You could uh, find Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. You can check him when he's streaming at twitch.tv slash it's punchline um you could email the show oh follow show itself at new jump city and email us at new jump city pod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh we only have three series next week because we're doing monthlies to uh make up for uh jumps not being here next week so um i think we're 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 okay on having a little bit of a uh, new questions coming up we should be able to finish the next round next week i anticipate so uh send us questions um interface with the show that would be super cool uh subscribe to the podcast on youtube please do uh we are i'm going to start putting up the backlog episodes uh, up there uh again no real video component really but just to have it on there uh, one of the backlog episodes will be going up there every day, I believe, from here on out. So uh, check us out on that. Uh, and we also do the really good chapter of the week poll on YouTube's polling system. So uh, if you guys want to take part in the really good chapter of the week audience poll, then that's the way to do it. You guys, you get on there, you vote for your favorite series, and we announce it uh, on the show, that on the corresponding show. So uh, check that out, or if you prefer the audio podcast as it is, no skin off my bones, you can subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, as per usual. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, New Jump Citizens.
1: Peace out, everybody. Go next,
0: go next.